Hi, this is Kate. Make sure and go to preparewithkate.com. Preparewithkate.com. You're going to get special deals from my Patriot Supply and a payment plan. Isn't that amazing? You can do this on payments, which makes it easier on the budget. But make sure you have a food supply. Make sure you're um, adding to that food supply. All you need to do is go to preparewithkate.com. Thanks, you guys. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Beans and cattle. But he don't ever get a rattle. He just goes till the sun goes down. Hydraulic fluid on his jeans. Red dyed diesel and tin rows between. A cold one on the porch and a good night's sleep. Y'all hold him up with me now. Here's to the farmer that plants the fields in the spring that turn from green to bad harvest honey. Hold on Welcome back, Kay Daly Show. Little Luke Bryan for you. Here's to the farmer. Um, welcome back. We're talking about farming because we're talking about our food supply. And this is, a, this is scary. It really is. Uh, my friend Kirk's on to talk about this. And let me just tell you, we're in a world of hurt, and we better understand where we're at right now. This is why I keep saying, go to preparewithkate.com, preparewithkate.com. Get some food storage under your belt, please, and then make payments on it. They even have, they even offer you that. You can make payments on it, and this cooks right into my Patriot Supply. You can get some wonderful deals, hundreds of dollars off right now when you order right now, but get it under your roof. That's the most important thing. Get it under your roof. Because these things are happening right now that Kirk's talking about. And uh, and make sure to go to MyPillow.com. Support this show. Support Truth and Radio. Use the code Kate. Get up to 75% off. What a deal. Make sure that you're doing these things. This helps Truth and Radio. Kirk, right back at you here. Tom, okay, you were just talking about long-term, right? Yeah. Farmers thinking long-term. Let's go right back to that. Because I said you, we'd start off where, where we got cut off right there. Yeah, so, so like in a, in a small grain operation, you always have to think like a year ahead. Okay. Okay. And the, the thing that kind of got me really thinking, because there's always good years, there's always bad years, and, um, but there's always something that kind of sustains you through that. One crop does well, the other one doesn't. But what really kind of woke me up a little bit this year is the dairies and the feedlots this fall when the numbers – when the USDA numbers kind of went down on the stocks, a lot of grain buyers started panicking. Hmm. And I've never seen that before. And they started actually like the, they couldn't get the corn. They couldn't get the, the protein they needed for their dairies. And the price was skyrocketing. They're, like their alfalfa is at a premium right now. Hmm. And so like dairies have been feeding uh, corn stalks and straw and trying to figure out their recipes. And that's, it's quite a com- complex deal, the nutrition of a dairy cow. You know, you don't want to upset them because the milk, the milk yields go down. So when you see those type of folks that are having to sustain these uh, tens of thousands of cows and their feed, and they start panicking a little, it's like, we better wake up. There's something wrong in the supply. We're not, we're not replenishing the supply like we should. Mm. And then you then you talk to people, and I've talked to some of my friends in Canada and the Midwest around here, 
everybody's yields on every single commodity is down at least below half. Most of them are a third. You look at you look at the countries in the world, mm-hmm. and every almost every one of them except Australia has had what would be considered crop failures. So if, if somebody's just tuning in right now and just heard you say that, what would be the reason? What would be the first reason you'd cite? I'm sure there's several, but what would be the first reason you'd cite as far as why it's down and why it's been dropping? Weather. 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 They're there's messing with our weather. Most, most, of, most of the Midwest and most countries get their, the majority of their big farms are what would be considered dry farms. Or they're big irrigated farms, which are basically you're not getting the moisture into the reservoirs. Okay, mm-hmm. so you got to have the water. And I would say that is the number one thing, especially that we have been seeing in the West and the Midwest. And you know, I don't know if you want to go in. I don't know where you want to. Well, go I would actually talk about. I do want to talk about this for a second. So. We know they mess with our weather all the time. They've been doing it for eons. I mean, even the head of the CIA talks about harp as if it's just, yeah, sure, we screw with the weather. It's what we do. And we even had to go into treaties with other countries and, and talks about us not yeah. doing that as a bioweapon. So, of course, we can do it. So, if you if you still think we can't, you know, geez Louise, take your head out of the sand. This has been going on forever, right, out there as far as the audience goes. So what are your thoughts on chemtrails and all of the, the harp? I, what is your thoughts on that, Kirk? Well, I started out years ago on this whole thing, and I've been called a conspiracy person, and I always just put that piece of the puzzle off to the side, and when it fit, I put it back in the puzzle, you know? Mm-hmm. And up in our little valley, we're pretty secluded. We're out in kind of what people would call the middle of nowhere. But one, we, on one end of the valley, um, it's probably 10 miles wide by, say, 30 miles long. And it's up in the, what would con- be considered high, high desert, but it's not really desert. It's a big bowl. Okay. okay? Um, and on one end of it, in the mountains, they have a radio station that the planes use to, a, a pilot told me this, the vector, to get a vector to go across to the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And they put in a AT&T station there probably five years ago. Okay. And on the other end of the valley, they put in a big Verizon station. So you really couldn't get good cell reception in this in this valley that we lived in, which right. didn't bother me. Yeah. Since that time, the chemtrails up there, and of course when I started telling everybody around, I got like five neighbors and we farmed the whole valley. They're like, oh, you're crazy, you know. But now they're coming to me, and they're like, oh, my gosh, look at these chemtrails, look at these chemtrails. And you can see these storms building up behind the mountains, and they'd be these gray, black clouds, and you knew you were going to get, like, an inch of rain out of it. You Because I, I watch the clouds and the weather every day. It's where mm-hmm. I, you know, it's what I do. And I, I've actually seen clouds that have rolled over that mountain that used to have moisture in them, and we would get soft rains and mild rains, but we would still get the um, same amount of moisture. I've actually seen clouds, and I got some videos of it, of clouds that would come over, and they would hit those chemtrails and just kind of wrap around the chemtrail like a like a horseshoe. Mm-hmm. They would kind of dissipate into a fog. I call them crap clouds now. I think of all the crap clouds, but right. they don't say crap. Right. Those are, you know... But then that same cloud, so it basically disappeared, and it got to the other end of the valley, 
and it was like a funnel cloud of basically just the rain moisture dropping out of that cloud and hitting the ground so hard that the rain didn't do any good. All it did is wash away because we got so much. I mean, we had a storm up there this spring that dropped close to five inches of rain in 35 minutes in a in an area that was probably oh I don't know 500 acres just raised total heck and 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 we're seeing those violent storms I talked to the old guys up there and they never saw those before and so I attribute them so I've kind of been trying to train them on chemtrails and they're buying in because they're watching it you know so it's a real I think that they have screwed with the weather across this country. Yep. And I don't know that they've done it deliberately. I think they've done it in the name of communication, mm-hmm. national defense. Mm-hmm. But they're messing with things of God. Yeah. And they just make a mess of it. And they yeah. don't realize the ramifications. And that's why I kind of think we're headed towards a perfect storm. They, they want to control things so much that we're headed towards a perfect storm to where I don't know that there's, going to be the grain supplies and the food supplies that we as Americans are used to. Man, I hope people... I really don't think so. And I, I, it, I, you know, everybody wants to know when and uh, these mm-hmm. last days and all this conspiracy stuff. And it's like, if you can't see it by now, yeah. it's a choice you're making. That's because true. That's true. It's a head and sand choice. It's yep. a, I don't want to yeah. know because it's too scary. Well, guess what's scary is what's really coming. Yeah, because a friend of mine said it's the best that we were talking about this. He says, I've had to come to the conclusion that stupid is a choice. Yeah. You know, it really yep. is a choice. I agree. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm on board. I'm Absolutely. on board. I know Uncle Milty Absolutely. had some questions for you, too. I'm on board. Trust I, me. I, you know, we all, a lot of us know that the federal government uses our money stolen by the tax system to bribe and blackmail and manipulate industries. How involved is this corrupt government in manipulating the food industry? You know, I've this has bothered me quite a bit because I believe in all this stuff and I believe in freedom and, mm-hmm. and, uh, well, you're an American, uh, a real American. You know, yeah. And I look at the, what farms are into now and I'm like, how in the hell did we get here? <laughs> yeah. Because if it was not for subsidies, there would not be a farmer in business year in and year out. Yep. They yep. bail us out time and time and time again. And I'm like, how did we get mm-hmm. here? Yep. And yep. I, I mean, all of your crop insurance is tied to federal programs. All of your conservation programs, which a lot of them are do very, very good work. I, I signed up for one that I planted uh, wildflowers because I was concerned about the bees. Right. And if you get in, that's a whole other thing. All the right. bees dying. In. And honestly, I walked out there and I thought this is a good thing because I can hear bees and I can see bees and they're and they're and they're helping to pollinate the alfalfa seed and I'm mm-hmm. doing good things here. But then I walked back out and I said, I'm part of the problem because I'm accepting these subsidies. Yeah. Because they're manipulating the prices so bad. It's it's not a supply and demand thing anymore. You know, I, mm-hmm. when I was sitting in Econ 101 in college, it was all about supply and demand and. And just-in-time inventories and all this, and it's like, 
oh my gosh, I wonder if they're teaching, you know, back order inventories this year, you know? Mm, Sure. I I just, I don't know. But the thing that has really concerned me as of late is every farmer out there has accepted these subsidies, not because they want to, because they have to. Mm -hmm. To to get to the next year, you know, we're always, oh, next year's going to be better, next year's going to be better. We have all accepted them. It's kind of like talking to a to a religious organization or uh, tax exempt. You know, talking about mm-hmm. the five hundred one c three. They just don't want to talk about that because right. it's not something they're proud of. Right. Those right. are the same way, but in reality, they're seeing. But the thing that really makes me wonder is, since we have accepted these, are we now government contractors? Are we mm-hmm. under that umbrella right. of government contractors because we've accepted that? And how much control does the government really have when we see these food shortages? And because I know, I know every chance you get, they're trying to get more inventory or get more information out of you. They want to know your inventory. They want to know how yep. much you sold so for. True. They want to know who you sold it for. Just every year. More and more, more data. And more and more. Hmm. You know? More and more data, more and more control, sounds yeah. like. And then it sounds like yeah. as they screw with weather, they put you guys in a bind. And this is why the panic is happening right now, but no one's talking about it. That's why we're talking about it on this show. The panic is going on now. And this is what we need to be aware of as citizens. And oh my gosh, please get your food storage. You don't have a whole lot of time, I yeah. don't think. But we're gonna we're gonna definitely come right back, Uncle Milty. Yeah, I I think a lot of people don't understand that a subsidy doesn't save them money. Right, it might save them money at the market, but right. they're paying the subsidy too. Yeah, amen. We'll be right back with Kirk. You're gonna want to hear what he has to say. Be right back, Kate Daly Show. Hi, this is Kate, and I just wanted to let you know about a new product that I fell in love with, and I want you to have it too, and you can get a special deal on it right now. It's a wonderful sanitizer that really cleans, hospital grade, they use electricity to do it, and it's really natural, and it's not sticky, it doesn't have alcohol in it, it's just an amazing new product, and it's concentrated, so you actually get tons of bottles of it for a really low price and it stores well for prepping. So I would highly recommend this and get it while you can. Um, Instead of $250, you can grab it for 44 bucks. This is at the bottom of my homepage. You can find the the little ad on the the bottom of my homepage, katedallyradio.com. Click on it. You'll love this product. We need a new kind of clean. To do that, Clean Start combines two of nature's most powerful forces, water and electricity, to produce electrolyzed water, or HOCL. HOCL is your body's first internal response after an infection or trauma. In fact, it's significantly more effective at killing bacteria, viruses, mold and mildew than bleach or other household cleaners. Clean Start's globally patented tablet-based hand sanitizer turns any quart of tap water into FDA-approved alcohol-free hand sanitizer and registered wound care solution to a new kind of clean. Clean Start. 